And I want to thank you for watching this evening, as always. And I pray that the Lord has um, been with you and blessed you today. Um, I hope that you were able to enjoy the pretty weather and uh, uh, get accomplished what you needed. Um, I just always want to take a moment and uh, thank you for watching these evening devotions. I know there's a lot going on this time of year and uh, a lot that you could be doing. And so I, I always thank you for taking a few minutes out of your uh, schedule to watch these and uh, please know that I do pray for you and uh, pray that the Lord will bless you. Last night we looked at how God works in the ordinary moments of life. Those areas that we think are mundane, the going to work, going to the grocery store, just doing simple things, sitting in the doctor's office. We think that they don't matter, but how God uses those moments to bring people into our life. How many people we met years ago doing different hobbies, but then later on in life, the Lord brought you back together in friendships or in church family. And so it's just very, very normal to use the ordinary situations, not always the great big moments. And so Tonight, I want to talk to you about how God sees your faithfulness. God sees your faithfulness. I think sometimes as a Christian, it's very easy to get discouraged. It's very easy to get discouraged when you are faithful, and yet someone who is not faithful is celebrated. I think sometimes it's hard as a Christian when you are faithful and there for people in their time of need and then they turn around and do not honor that same courtesy. I think it's easy sometimes to fall into this rut of am I doing any good? Does God see that I'm trying? And in this story tonight, we looked last night that Ruth went into this field and did what the poor and downtrodden did. She got the leftover grain. And Boaz recognizes her and he he asks who she is and they tell him. And, and then he says to her, you stay here with my people and, and with my young ladies that work these fields and, and whatever you need, you can have. He says you can have something to drink. He said, I've ordered the men not to touch you, not to bother you, not to harass you. And this is a big deal because what he has literally said is you can have the prime spot. I think of the fall festival and um, I missed not having the fall festival this year. But the fall festival when you walk around the crammed in uh, courthouse lawn. Oh, excuse me. I think I might sneeze. That'll be embarrassing. <laughs> excuse me. That'll, that'll be embarrassing. But... Um, as you walk around the square, um, <laughs> uh, there are some locations that you think of. Uh, when I think of the Fall Festival, I always think of the 
funnel cakes. And they're always in the same place, right? They're on the south side of the square. I always think about the Church of Christ and how they always had their tent right across from that. Thanks, Connie. Uh, I always think about where our church sits and gives out free water. It's, it's those good spots that you get familiar with. And what Boaz said is, you have a place here. You have a place to get food. You have a place to get drink. You have a place to belong. She found his favor. I want to read these words to you tonight. In verses 10. Then she fell on her face and bowed herself to the ground and said unto him, Why have I found grace in thine eyes that you should take knowledge of me, seeing I am a stranger? She asks him, Why are you being so kind to me? Why have you blessed me in such a great way? And listen to what he says. And Boaz answered and said to her, It has been fully shown to me all that you have done unto your mother-in-law since the death of your husband, of thine husband, excuse me, and how thou hast left thy father and thy mother and the land of thy nativity and art come unto a people with which you knewest not. He says, I have heard about the way that you loved your mother-in-law after her husband died. How, after your husband died, how loyal and faithful you were. You see, friends, we don't know how much God is watching. God sees every time that you forgive that person who doesn't forgive you. God sees every time that you control your tongue and don't lash out at someone that lashes out towards you. God sees every time that someone is rude and hateful to you and you just forgive and move on. God sees every time that you help the poor and the sick and the downtrodden. God sees that. And what he says is, I have heard about the love you have shown. It's like the story of the Good Samaritan who stopped and healed and picked that man up and took him to the inn and said, whatever is necessary, I'll cover the cost. But I want you to hear another thing in verse 12. The Lord recompense thy work, and a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel, under whose wing thou art come to trust. He says, not only how have you have loved your mother-in-law and loved your family and done good. He says, it's because that you love God. You love the one true God. You weren't born a Jew. You weren't raised a Jew but yet you have come to know God as your personal Savior. And tonight I want you to think about this as a New Testament Christian. Our good works do not earn God's love. His grace is given to us when we believe. When we repent of our sins and trust in Jesus Christ and His death, burial, and resurrection, God forgives us of our sins. God knows your heart tonight. And tonight, if you're here and you're watching this, or tomorrow, or in a month from now, and you say, Jake, I'm not a Christian, but everybody thinks that I am. I was baptized as a kid. I've taken communion, but you tonight, under the power of the Holy Spirit, realize that I'm not really saved. Maybe no one will notice. God does. 
Maybe you're here tonight and you're a Christian, but you've got things hidden away in your heart, unforgiveness, doubt, um, that no one else knows about. God knows. But tonight, if you'll repent, even if no one else sees it, God will see it. Tonight, you might be sitting beside the bedside caring for someone that you love because of their health or a difficult situation and you feel like the world's forgotten you. God sees you. Tonight, remember that. That God sees and rewards even if no one else does. And today, you should be about God's business. Looking for the hurting, the broken, the lonely, the downtrodden, those who are sick, and ways to come alongside them and show them that God has not forgotten them. Those good works won't get you to heaven. Those good works won't earn you salvation. But they will show people the God that you love loves them. And so tonight I want you to remember that. That God sees it. God knows. God knows your heart. The good and the bad. I know in my own life I have done so many things with the right intentions that worked out the wrong way. But God knows the heart. And I've done things that worked out right that I had the wrong intention. And God knows the heart. And so friends, if those issues just revolve around you and God, take care of them. But if they involve other people, make sure you deal with those as well. I know what it's like to be hurt by family, friends, church people, non-church people. But friends, all you can do is what's right. Be obedient to God's word and trust that he'll win the battle for you. And so as always, I want to thank you for watching tonight. And I'm just so thankful for the book of Ruth. And I agree with you, Deb. It's been a wonderful study in my own personal life as I was preparing for this. And I just, I really believe God's doing some big things. And so I pray that if I can ever help you, be with you in any way, may God richly bless you. And uh, send me a message, uh, text message if you got my number. I'd love to pray for you, help you any way that I can. I want you to continue to remember those families that have lost loved ones, uh, uh, some families that are dealing with sickness and illness right now. And remember that God sees you, He knows you, and He loves you. And so may God richly bless you.